0: Hello everybody and welcome to the ESI Digest where we run through the biggest stories of the esports business industry this week. I'm your host Tom Daniels, I am the new sub-editor of Esports Insider so nice to meet you and uh, let's jump straight in with some of the biggest stories like I've said of this week. So let's start with Manchester City. This this was quite a, an early story this week, a jam-packed week of esports news but Manchester City Star Striker Sergio Aguero has just launched his own esports organisation, Crew Esports. Now, in the reveal trailer, you saw the likes of Aguero himself, but also League of Legends, Fortnite, uh, Rocket League, and FIFA. And it seems that the. That kind of highlights to me that this isn't going to be an esports organisation which is just going to stick with FIFA. However, it has been revealed now, later on, that the first signing has been an Argentine FIFA player. Which I think does make sense from a business standpoint, given the fact that Sergio Aguero is Argentine and it's probably where they're going to associate themselves with. However... In the actual reveal trailer itself as well, it also says that the likes of uh, North America, Europe were also highlighted in the in the trailer as well. So maybe that's a bit of hints that while it might be uh, South American based right now, maybe they will develop into other titles. And I think this kind of shows the the shift which is happening, I think, in terms of sports personalities and sports athletes investing into esports we've seen it gradually i think over like the past couple years and Sergio Aguero is another big name who has joined the likes of obviously we've got like Christian Fuchs who plays for uh Leicester um the most notable one recently right now David Beckham as well along with other athletes in other sports as well who have jumped onto this esports train so it would be really interesting to see how Kind of crew esports develops. Not much has been known apart from the fact that there's a launch and they've got a FIFA player, which is kind of like the traditional style. But uh, it will be interesting to see how they continue and how they push on and how they market themselves. So we're going to stay within kind of like the sports-centric world right now, and we're going to talk about probably the biggest stories um, in the past few weeks, anyway. And it's all about Guild Esports. So it's David Beckham's um, owned UK based esports organization and um, they've just announced that they have signed a 3.6 million uh, sponsorship deal for a 3 years I believe however it has not been announced who the sponsor is they they have titled it and I I'll, I'll read it from here it's a unknown financial technology company based in Europe so it's a fintech company now there's a, there's a couple of things which are quite interesting in this obviously this comes off the back that uh, the sports organization went onto the London Stock Exchange um, I think they raised around 41 million I think in flotation and capitalization I mean so that's interesting in itself um, but I think what I want to kind of delve into a little bit is the fact that this is a This is a mystery sponsor and they've announced that on, I believe, November 22nd, that they're actually going to be announcing in a global event who this sponsor is. Now, when a sponsorship normally happens, obviously that drives marketability and it drives kind of eyes towards not only the sponsor, but the organization because it announces a new deal. But this feels like they've changed it up by announcing the announcement of basically the the fee, which which is a substantial fee for a sponsorship. Uh, i would say uh, especially in esports right now and then they're going to reveal a lot of it so it's another kind of way of it's another way that guild have kind of branded themselves and have, have made themselves kind of step out by by announcing something and then building it around kind of the the hype around who this sponsor is going to be um i believe it will be like the first major sponsor that guild esports has actually acquired as well so it's really slowly um, showing the development of this brand. Kind of similar to what I was saying with Crew Esports, where it's like, how, how will they go in the future? Like, we're kind of seeing this a little bit more with Guild, where they've already announced uh, recently that they've signed a Valorant team. So so they're already stepping away from that traditional um, kind of football, goes with football esports. They've gone straight into it with with a Valorant team and signed a, a very highly reputable probably one of the best unsigned Valorant teams you could probably get at this moment anyway with with the qualifiers going on. So it'll be really interesting again to see how that ends up updating and how kind of the Beckham brand also integrates with that because right now we haven't seen too much of Beckham in terms of the forefront of it but they definitely are building kind of a what could be a, a very good esports organization organization um, off Beckham then also off kind of the inner workings of the organization itself. So let's go into kind of then a little bit more financing. So then the gaming and entertainment live streaming network has announced the close, um, has announced that it has received around 26 million dollars which is around 19-20 million pounds in in a series A funding round. Now this is like a very very substantial amount of money which has been invested into uh, this network right now so the round was co-seeded and was co was co-led and seed rounded by investor bitcraft but the, who was already an investor as i said prior but then also the likes of nextar media group uh, wise ventures elridge Illumina ventures group and josh kronke have now gone into um the uh, now gone into the investor group as well so it definitely shows that there is kind of a there's like um there's there's a passion towards i think going for this type of medium right now in esports we've we've not really seen kind of live streaming content uh and tr- kind of traditional media for example kind of Intertwine like we've we've obviously got like the written content we've got the production we've got media rights but in terms of actually having like a media entity itself I think it's quite still a developing project and it kind of shows that these stakeholders and these investors actually have faith in Venn to kind of carry this and hopefully become one of the biggest in the, in terms of the medium the amount of money which is being invested in I think it it kind of builds a lot of hype naturally because of the amount of money but. You've also then got to be cautious that this is a lot of money being invested into a group which, right now, has not has not kind of made it in the sense of what the potential of what the sector could be right now. So, so it is a little bit of a risk, but it's also a risk which could very much pay off in the future, especially as the esports scene develops from a business standpoint, from a media standpoint, and especially from a content standpoint as we go forward. So. Next up on the news of eSports, like I said, there was a lot of news this week, is Garmin introducing an eSports smartwatch. So, Garmin has revealed a new eSports smartwatch, the Instinct eSports Edition, and it's designed to kind of help players track and livestream their biometric data. Now, we've seen eSports watches um, be... Prevalent in the past Obviously the likes of Gucci and Fnatic And then I think T.W. Steel and Blast as well Have produced uh, more I would say Designer watches However with Garmin this is kind of centering more on the the health and performance of esports athletes and some of the functions which i've got here include like tracking and analyzing heart rate and stress levels during matches as well as as well as spotting long-term trends i believe that there's also a game timer which is implemented in so it's really kind of taking the the smartwatch aspects of health and fitness and trying to adapt it to an esports professional i think in terms of niche products, it is quite a niche product, but it's one of those products where I think, especially with an emphasis being putting on health and fitness right now in the industry, it it will certainly attract a lot of attention. And we've seen already from like after publishing the story that there are a few people who have said like, oh, this is great. We want to buy it. And, And so it kind of lends itself to that market. And so it'd be really interesting to see if they can kind of um sell essentially and, and if there is a market for kind of health and fitness related uh, equipment in esports because we know that it's been talked about a lot however now that there's an actual product which could be lent towards an esports audience now we're going to actually see if you know there is the interest in terms of actually buying the product physically so i'm really really looking forward to actually seeing how these uh, how these smart like fully work I- i'm not going to lie probably tempted to Possibly purchase one, or at least try and find more about them, because I think health and fitness right now, and especially gaming, is is quite a is quite a big topic. And so seeing those two kind of intertwine even more is is a great kind of initiative, and I, and it's something which do, hasn't really been done too much as well. So the final story of the week uh, was Blast Premier partnering with Nubet Technology ahead of the Blast Premier Fall Series. Now, a little bit more of a sponsorship news this uh, sponsorship story this one. But the Blast premiere has named Newbie Technology, like I said, uh, for the upcoming as a partner for the upcoming Counter-Strike 4 series. Now, as part of this, uh the Newbie Technology's new gaming phone, the Red Magic 5S, will be promoted throughout the competition. Um I believe that these on air staff will also be given the phones to kind of test out during broadcast. And then the you know, the standard thing of like giveaways will also be given out and you know the chances of of, of getting like behind the scenes access and and other prizes along the competition now what's really interesting about this is the fact that like it's it's another kind of brand which is trying to associate itself uh with esports and but not just through like and it, and it's no it's no like there's there's a there's one for everybody and you know what i'm saying is that because you've got like the fact of doritos and you know and pringles i don't know why i'm thinking of chris brands but but though those are essentially going to an esports market but they're not kind of related exactly to that market however um, nuba has built a gaming phone built for again a bit like the watch built for kind of gaming and of trying to now implement that and push that into a organization into a product as well so during the matches you'll get in-game promotion i believe of nuba technology or at least the phone itself And I think it's a great sponsorship activation. It benefits both sides. It pushes the product, which is designed for the people watching Blast. And it also gives Blast another commercial partner who they can promote on their broadcasts. And I think that's really it in terms of the the biggest news. Um, Obviously, if you want to see more news and you want to read more news, then everything's on the Esports Insider website. I've been Tom Daniels, and yeah, that's been the ESI Digest.